and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? I know a guy with a tiny dick that sounds like an owl. Who? Oh, you motherfuck! Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Kamish Wiley Withers. Coley Wyman. Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. On victory, you deserve a beer. In defeat, you need yeah, it. You deserve two. Yeah, you might. <laughs> no, wait, wait. You deserve two if you're in victory, or you deserve, or you need two after defeat. You heard me. <laughs> yeah, it could be either one, I guess, right? All of the above. C. Celebrating victory. Yeah, celebrating victory, commiserate in a defeat. Um, there's no defeat here, though, on draft 90 uh, coming at you here in the middle of June when there's a heat wave across the entire country, it seems. Yeah. Got buildings collapsing and and people melting in their apartments up in in Portland. So our our hearts go out to all of you. Um, hopefully, if you're in one of those areas, you can take a little listen. Stay here hydrated. And, uh, you know, do yourself a favor. Go to the yeah, go to the corner store, get a cold beer, suck it down, yo. Eighty percent water right there. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, staying hydrated is key. Yeah, especially in Portland, you have some of the best beer you're gonna find out in the U.S. And take it from us here in Southern California, who deal with this nonsense all the time. Uh, it helps to have an ice cold beer does. by your elbow when you're sweating your balls off, <laughs> right? Or you, or you could be sweating your clit off. Okay, you know what? You know, make sure to check under your seat for you leave a restaurant. You know, in case uh, <laughs> you don't want to leave that behind. Yeah, lost and found. Mine's the really pink one. A little oh bit bigger than you'd expect. <laughs> oh, here it is, ma'am. There you go. Um, anyways, uh, speaking of uh, clitorises, we're going to get into uh, how's your weekend? That little bit is <laughs> I coming love that back. Segment. Find that out. was a good segue right there. You like that segue? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Completely not a segue. <laughs> I just wanted to bounce out of whatever oh, we were talking man. about that into something good. else. But uh, we got How's Your Weekend coming back because, I mean, all of us are now that we're back uh, unleashed again in the wild. We, we're doing we have things. Weekends and we, again, be able to, right? we have weekends. Uh-huh. We have things we can go do. Uh, if you are thinking about what you want to drink for the summer, Coley has your answer for the most delicious drink of the summer that you can do. And we want to encourage you to try this. So uh, make sure to listen up and take notes for that. Sandro has been drinking for a while. He's going to bring his drinking journey full circle uh, on this particular booze cast. Uh, I don't know what that's going to be, and I'm excited to hear uh, from a young, sober oh, Sanchito man. to uh, a booze cast co-host uh, that he is now. And uh, recently an article came out about the best ballparks in MLB for craft beer. We are in the middle of baseball season right now. Getting ready to head into uh, the all-star break, which means we're literally right in the middle of the season. So we have uh, a list of the best ballparks. And also that article reminded me that I have a compiled list as well based on untapped scores across all 30 of the parks. Oh, so we're going to so compare sick. both back and forth. With Mr. Analytical, see, Mr. Uh, Baseball over here. Yeah, it's it, it took a lot of time and a lot of sitting at bars looking up uh, 
beers at ballparks and drinking. So it took a lot longer than it probably should have. Bless you. But either way. Mr. Wiley. But it was fun. You had a good time researching. You know what? And there are some things I learned that I'm going to share with all of you that uh, will be surprising. I can't wait. It'll be be a little surprising. But uh, today we're actually uh, mixing it up. We are doing a beer, quote unquote, beer of the day. But uh, we are doing a uh, a canned craft cocktail theme today. So let's get in to that. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The beer of the day. Who wants to go first on this one? I'll jump on it. I guess I feel kind of obligated because um, I'm jump on it. Not doing the beer thing. So um, on top of that, I think there's so many interesting packages these days. Like I was going to suggest we do like a canned wine one of these weeks because there's a million of those things. There's like seriously, you can do so many weird things, dude. Like okay, so I don't know about you guys, but it was a weird journey for me to find my canned cocktail. You see them out about everywhere. Um, I decided, you know, to put my fate into the hands of uh, Bevmo Specialists um, over in Westlake Village. Talked to my guy, Tony, <laughs> over there. I was like, you know what, Tony? I let him know I was doing the podcast. What do you suggest, buddy? And uh, he took this me over here. This is even better. This is like, this is, so we're getting like a, a, an opinion. Yeah, no, you're getting of, an opinion. Uh, an, and This is great. And, well, so he took me over to the Cutwater area, right? And it's not too crazy special. But the thing is, though, is a lot of the Cutwaters are only 5%. And so he's saying, man, like he, he first showed me like the mudslide and then there's like the Mai Tai and then there's the tequila margarita that's like 12 and percent. So it, it definitely makes a bigger difference. So I ended up going after kind of looking around and stuff, you know what I mean? I knew that there's different <laughs> other ones out there. Maybe I could have gone a little craftier, <laughs> but um, I'm just waiting for you to say I went with the 12 and percent. I went with the 12 and percent cut water. <laughs> yeah, margarita. Absolutely. So here's the thing with that. Like, OK, so so I go to I'm at BevMo. And I'm supporting Bevmo. I'm buying it at Bevmo, whatever. And I, I was the funniest thing. You guys are gonna love this. I I walk into the Ralphs across the street just to go work, and lo and behold, they're like on sale for like ten ninety nine, like across the street. I paid like oh. top dollar. And then I go to fucking like Vons, like down the street from there, and it was like even better of a deal. So it was hilarious, right? So I just thought right off the bat, yeah. But I was, you know, I was doing the right thing, trying to help someone out and trying to help myself out, all that good stuff. So long story longer, uh, oh my God, these things are amazing. I couldn't wait because we were supposed to do this last <laughs> week, so I drank one, um, and they're really strong. It took me like a long time to finish it because it's like basically every shot's like a shot of tequila, like pretty much. It's uh, pretty good, dude. So I put it. I know you could do whatever you want if you're out and about, but if you have some tahine, you put a little tahine on the rim, which I got some oh. right here. I'm going to put a little tahine on the rim right there for it. Oh, oh boy. Oh. And then, I mean, if this was on ice, it's even better, but it's cold. It's a cold can. I'm going to go for it. Take a little sip here. Take it out of flavor down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's Sound a legit effects. margarita, dude. Literally, that is a 100% legit margarita. I would, uh, they're great. I'm, oh, hey, Coley's back. Sorry to people on oh. Radio Land, but I can see Coley now again. Um, I can't see you, by the way. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah. no, for, for reals, um, back to the to the drink, to the rating part of this. They're actually really good. 12.5%. You can find them anywhere. You can find them BevMo. You can find them usually on sale, different places. <laughs> um, I honestly like really liked it a lot. I thought this was kind of cool, something kind of different. Um, I've been wanting to try these for a while. Um, 
I was looking, I didn't see any untapped rating or anything. I think that's only for beer. I don't think they do that for this kind of stuff. Um, okay. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know I, that I found one for mine. Um, but, and what, and that's a good segue. What was yours? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. Um, as we started to get into this, I'm like, okay, I know, I know we're going to do this. And I, I think my phone heard me talking about it and it delivered to me. Um, something from uh, Live Wire Cocktails. Let me open it up here real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, let me first uh, lead into this. This is something called uh, Heartbreaker by Aaron Polsky. And the packaging on this, uh, if you want to check that out, I mean, is just insanely oh. cool. Super, super cool. And even the, uh, the box is also super cool and they have a number of different drinks but let me read to you what's on this again this is called heartbreaker so this is what they have on the box the four pack of 12 ounce cans for heartbreaker this cocktail was created by a bartender who takes a shot with you before your first date two after your last and listens when your heart bursts in between who turns perfect strangers into best friends keeps the party going till late and makes your usual from a nod in the crowd. Who learns your name, treats you like a regular, and tells you where to eat when you're new in town. Who loves when you visit, and made this for all the times that you can't. So that's what, um, and there actually is a description of the drink, so you, you guys can know what's in it, but it gives you a little bit of an idea of what uh, they're they're thinking of here with this, and and they have a again they have like four or five cocktails that are out right now, and I'll give you the website here uh, when we're done. But this is what the the website actually says about this particular cocktail, and I'm going to take a drink and tell you if it matches up. Aaron Polsky's debut for Livewire is the Heartbreaker, a crisp and juicy blend of vodka or a blanco grapefruit, kumquat, jasmine, and ginger, Yum. with notes of honey and a bubbly finish. Wow. It's a delightful combination of an expertly crafted Moscow mule and the best Paloma you've ever had. And it is 7.5% ABV. Alcohol. So let me give this a shot. And they pair all these with like art from a, like a certain artist. The art uh, for this can and this uh, packaging is by a guy named Henry Lewis. Are there any Henry Lewis fans out there? I've never heard of him. Let me give this a shot. Whoa. Take another shot of that. Whoa. Holy Moses. That is... Wow. That's super fucking good. Woo. That's only 7.5%? Dude, I'm in. Wow, it's got like a little devil on the can as well. Look at that. Nice. There you go. Wow, that is... um, I I got all of that. It tastes like a cocktail um, that you normally go to a bar and you get... All of that in a cocktail would probably kick your ass, but this is only seven and a half percent. It's not going to do that. It tastes super good, oh, and cool. I'm drinking it right out of the can. I think you guys are probably gonna drink yours right out of the can as well, because yeah. I feel like yep. uh, it's these can. It's a little on it, but yeah, can's good to go. But I mean, you think about like the the benefit of these. Let's say you're out on a boat or out on the beach where you can't take glass, and you have a, a pack of cans of cocktails. You can be sipping these out on a dock, out, yeah, out with your friends, great. and not worry about it. Um, Hey, you know where I used to drink these? Like back in the day, was movie theaters. They used to get the little club, like the yeah. club oh my cans God, of like I drank the Long Island club. iced teas. Oh and God, you can take those in the movie theater like nothing. I mean, you can take whatever in a movie theater, but those are perfect. 
because they're small and super high ABV. Like the movie's charts, it's like uh, the T the THC, uh, the THX thing. It's like, dude. So and then I, I actually like, did have like. <laughs> Yep. No, I had a even worse. It was a bottle. It was like a 22 I had, and uh, it rolled down during like Lord of the Rings on one of the most like quietest, craziest parts, and everyone was so mad, dude. It was like right like when it came out, clink, 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 oh rolling God. all the way down. Like, <laughs> You're my Sam. You're my Frodo. It was like a soul quiet moment. Oh like, my uh, God. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. I drank one of those club drinks um, in a break in between my tattoo. There's a liquor store hey, next door, of course. Gotta do something to get nice. through that session, right? And it was awful. I It was like a plug and chug situation. Plug your nose, close yeah. your eyes, chug it, and go back to finish your tattoo. So just real quick, for those to. who might um, be looking for this, you actually can get them delivered. Uh, Drizzly as well, if you guys have Drizzly... Um, Grizzly uh, rewards or uh, whatever going on with that, uh, you can get these through that. It's livewiredrinks.com. Cocktails Remastered is called. They have a number of different choices on there, but um, uh, I will say the Heartbreaker is uh, very, very good. So. Oh. Nice. Well, I also went to uh, Bevmo, like Sandra over here. Hey, and the one in Simi remodeled. Everything's different. I know. It turned into a GoPuff all of a sudden, huh? What's a GoPuff? It's like the delivery service now that does like the hookahs and the food. It's going to turn into a store that's like a full delivery service store now. Oh, but it's still better. Breaking news. There's something called GoPuff. Oh, you guys don't know about that? I I mean, I do not. I can get into that later, but uh, yeah, GoPuff's like a whole thing. Shit, that should have been a segment. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, next week we'll we'll pick up where we left off. There you go. Draft 91. Yeah. Sandra's got GoPuff. So anyway, I was like... Uh, everything was changed around, so I had to go find somebody. I'm like, do you guys know where the canned cocktails are? Because everything's changed around. So they're actually, like, right in front. And I, I was um, asked by the employee if I was looking for something specific. And I said, no, it's just for this podcast I do. I just need a canned cocktail. I mean, preferably craft, but um, I'm not quite sure yet. So... I found a Trader Vic's Mai Tai. Oh, yeah. They call it, us a picture of those. Yeah, they, they look good. They call it like paradise in a can. And Trader Vic's, I guess, is like a restaurant up north. And There's I one could... in Beverly Hills, too. Oh, is yeah, there? Really okay, famous so. Beverly yeah, Hills. yep. Oh, I've never right. been to it, but I drove by it a couple times. And it's in that Werewolves of London song because he was drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's and mm. his hair looked perfect. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Funny thing, Coley's in the same situation right now, except it's mm-hmm. my time. That's right. So, um, since there was no rating on Untapped or anything, I just went to TraderVix.com, and here's what they have to say about the original Mai Tai. In 1944, after success with several exotic drinks, a bit of serendipity happened that would not only place Trader Vic at the forefront of cocktail mixology, but would also earn him a place in history. That day in Oakland, the trader pulled down a bottle of 17-year-old Jamaican rum, added a squeeze of lime, a dash of rock candy syrup, a splash of orange carousel, and some French orgeet, or, orgeet, 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 there we go. Orgeet. I don't even orgeet. know. <laughs> and poured the concoction over cracked ice. He handed to a friend visiting from Tahiti who immediately exclaimed, It's my Tyroe, which is Tahitian for out of this world, the best. And the first Mai Tai was born. Love it. Paradise in a glass. So, it smells like regret, but... Um, it smells like orgeet. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to try. I'm a little nervous because Mai Tais are strong. I love it. But I love orgeet. Here, here we go. I hope it's good. 
Yes. Wow. I'm so I'm like really proud of both of you for not drinking your cocktails. I pff, couldn't even wait. I drank it like the day I bought it. No, Dude, I, I was I was eyeing it. Don't get me wrong. This is 10% alcohol. Ooh. Um, alcohol. It's, it you know it, it honestly this. tastes like a well crafted mai tai because I've had some shitty mai tais and I've had some really great mai tais. When you said well, I was like, it tastes like a well mai tai. No, well crafted. Gotcha, gotcha. It's a well crafted mai tai. I definitely get like. The orange in there and the so syrup, the, orgy? the orange corso. Orgy? I don't, Are you getting some orgy? I don't know. I don't know what that is, so I don't know if I get it or not. <laughs> it's uh, kind it's of a simple bad. syrup, kind of, kind of oh. jam. I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's really good. I get a lot of the it's lime just all too. Blends in. Nice. It doesn't awesome. make me cringe as much as I thought it would. Well, uh, that's that's a bonus. From like being too strong, you know, like I think it says that on the side of the bottle. Does it right? make like, as cringe as, a... as you thought you would? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just says made with real ingredients. Age from. If I read that, juice, I'd be like, sugar. oh, I'm in. Let's try it. Oh, let's, God. let's do this. That's what <laughs> Game I look for in a on. At least it's being real with me. Like you're gonna cringe, but maybe not as much as you think you would. I feel like if you want to impress your friends and you're like, yeah, yeah, you have a closed off kitchen and you like are like, I'm going to make a Mai Tai. You just pour this in and like garnish it with Mai Tai shit, like a cherry and, you know, a slice of umbrella. orange or something and an umbrella. I don't think they'd know that you're a hurricane it. glass. Yeah. Nice. Here's here's the most important uh, question I think I can ask. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Coley, me and you bond over floating. Sure. Is it a oh, floating yes. cocktail in a can? Over ice, yes. Okay, over so ice. not straight out. Yeah, because if you're out in the sun too long, it might get beat, right? Ooh. I just feel like yeah. I feel like it, it tastes get, better look, cold. I've, I love floating too, guys. And I'm just saying, if you're out there, you need some. Maybe if it's in like a, a lot of ice, yeah, and you're just like, you're good to go. Like a double right? walled like a full tumbler container. A double walled tumbler with like ice. That. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. There you go. Nice. There we go. Hell yeah, that sounds amazing. Well, all I think all three of them sound great. Um, you know, I'm not not I'm not bummed on getting the cut water. I kind of wanted to get something a little off the beaten path, and I saw some different shit that like I literally almost bought, but I went with this one. And you know what? I'm not bummed that I bought it. I will probably buy it again, honestly. That's great. The truth, and just have it in a bag in a cooler. You have a few of those. Just oh hey, look what I pulled out. You're like, eh, right? You know what I mean? It's kind of nice. So uh, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys doing that with me. Oh, son, hey, we got your back, Sancho. And I want to find out what else this guy makes. Uh, there, there's one that has some honey in it or something, or I don't know. I'll find nice. out uh, what other cocktails uh, are created by this uh, gentleman, Aaron Polsky. Booze League Radio. So, guys, how was your weekend? Uh, mine was pretty good. Uh, actually, like, I, okay, so I haven't been golfing a lot because um, I've been I actually started PT. So um, I started actually. Last week was like my second session of PT, mm -hmm. and I love it. That I get, I get the electrodes all like put on me. Oh yeah, those are it the feels best, good, dude. Like, are those are like the little like the stems know. they call it, where you like it vibrates you? It almost feels like they're they're vibrating. Yeah, and they, they put it to a certain pulse. I I get I can take it to seven. Like they kept on going, and at seven, I like Ugh, it like moved me. I was like oh, wow. like so. I, I, but I was able to hold it, so I did seven. Um, but. I went golfing. I haven't been golfing in a long time. Um, you know, here and there with some like tournaments and stuff. Um, I was having some fun. Went up uh, and and golf with my buddy Ben up in Oceano. 
And uh, fuck, man, that game, that game is so hard, dude. Shit's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, I hit a bomb. Like, literally, I hit a 250 bomb, carried. It was beautiful, right up the middle. I loved it. If That's, like, what you do. It's, like, what you live for. And then right after that, I fucking started slicing like shit, dude. Like, seriously, like, all my fucking, like, balls were still going to the right. And there were houses, and I was getting so stressed out. Like, every time I hit one, I thought I was going like, to hit a window. And then I hit a roof, and then <laughs> it was it. I was like, I couldn't play anymore. I was, like, so stressed out. It was horrible. I, like, had to, like, hit other clubs. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. It was, it was kind of funny. Um, other than that, I mean... Let's see. I wrote a couple things down while we were talking about it earlier. Oh, still, still no beer. No beer's good. Beer, well done. You know, it's chilling me. Like you know what I mean. Like I've, I'm drinking seltzers and like cocktails and stuff, but no beer. I don't know. It seems to be pretty working out pretty well for That's me. That's good. Um, and then I don't know. On the entertainment thing, have you guys been watching Loki? Have you yeah. seen the, the new show? No. It's oh. good. I, I can't wait till tomorrow, dude. Honestly, I'm so excited about seeing it. And that's like the first time I've seen like a show in a while where I'm like on Wednesday, I'm like watching that like and I'm stoked. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much in a nutshell. This is me. Hey, I'm in, in a nutshell. nutshell. This is me. <laughs> I've been hey, impressed with uh, all of the Marvel TV shows from WandaVision to Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki. I dude, I watched the WandaVision. Job. It was good. It dude. took a bit the first to get couple, into. Like you guys said were a little weird. Yeah. But then it gets really good. Then though. you understood why the first but, two uh, were yeah. weird. You're like, oh, oh, because it's not a movie. They can kind of lead you down that path and and really mess with yeah. you. It was all, both. Uh, so far, all the Marvel TV shows on Disney Plus have been really good. Yeah. I think. And then Black Widow's coming up soon too. I'm sure that's going to be on Disney Plus and watch that. You can pre-order and, uh, it right yeah. now. It comes out July 10th. How about that? There we'll you pay go. Out Thirty bucks. Hopefully, are we getting paid for saying that? <laughs> or we should be. We should at least at least get it for free to watch, right? For saying that. Come on, guys. Come on, Hello? Disney. What about you guys? Who's next? Um, I'll go. On Holy? Sunday, we nice. ended up having a barbecue with um, some family friends of ours. They actually lived on the street from us, and my mom and I used to go over there for like the high holidays and the Jewish religion, like Passover and Hanukkah and stuff. Not and, like four twenty. Um, no, not like for not that high of Those a holiday. Are high holidays for sure. And um, you know, just like over the years, we kind of, kind of lost touch. Like my mom would, you know, talk to the parents, but like the kids and I, kind of grew apart. You know, some of us moved away and went to school and moved different areas. So um, everyone's kind of back now, like in the Simi area, which is like really cool. And funny enough, Ennegrin, our local brewery in Moorpark here, had featured me on their story and their oldest son was like, oh my gosh, I know her, like, that's Nicole. And he found me on Instagram and I didn't, I had no idea he was into craft beer. So, um, we ended up with our parents as well, planning like a barbecue and they came over and we did a bottle share and I just want to like, shout out to my friend Dan. He hooked it up. He brought like barley wines and by Fremont and like a coconut um, stout in a bottle from modern times and something else that was kind of funky, like kind of like a, like probably had Brett in it, Brett, Brett meiosis or whatever, dirty hay flavor, you know, but it was really good. We had a great bottle share. Um, I popped open a 2014 Lil Opal from Firestone. No that Opal. was really great. There you go. And then Lil here's, Lil the, this is the, it's my favorite hip hop rapper. Lil Opal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They throw it down you know, sticks. since his second album though, he's really been downhill. <laughs> And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's all fucked up. They put up. up some like six sour beats. <laughs> but uh, I do have to say the best part <clears throat> of that night is um, Nick got extremely hydrated. Oh, uh, and, like he um, does. 
I heard a noise at like 11.30 and I was like, what is that noise? So he had left, 11.30 p.m. He had left the Traeger on for five hours with nothing cooking on it. Oh, no. And I got a voicemail today during um, a quarterly meeting that we have with our client from the gas company that said we have an unusual amount of gas being used since Sunday and we might have a leak. (laughs) He left the fucking barbecue on, too, for two days. Oh my god! Oh, well, it's oh me my again. God. I, oh my god! I had I literally I told Nick because I was in the meeting, so I'm texting him. I'm like, "Did you leave the fucking barbecue on? Like, did you do that?" Hey, so so he was just texting me about the logger keg. Should I be like, "Hey, uh, logger keg, I don't know, man. <laughs> What's up with the gas bill?" Yeah, dude? tell him he's tell him be like, "No, ask him." I think he just got home, so I have to whisper it. Ask him if no, Nick. I don't know about no, it. Yeah, oh man. You know, just just wait, know. wait. So was there a fire on in there, or was it just filling up with gas? The fire was on. Okay, had, well, at least it you know, at least it wasn't an explosion situation. And there was no food in there. Nothing was smoking or nothing. I at least, didn't like, smell damn, it. I don't even know. I, so I had he had to text oh, my mom to walk man. down and turn it off because I was at work in a meeting and I couldn't get home. Oh my god! So tell wow. Nick, wow. Um, he might End have the an, rescue. He might have an expensive um, gas bill to pay, so I'm not <laughs> sure he can afford the cake. Hey, are you guys? Uh, oh, you guys are okay? Uh, seems like you have a gas hey, leak. Oh. Can you like? Right. And I like I didn't Damn, listen to the voicemail because yeah. in the meeting, but you know the iPhones transcribe it, and I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, it's just enough to know you're like, damn it. Oh, um, I'm like, oh, because yeah, they suggest like fire pit gas or you know gas barbecue, and I was like, <gasps> so yeah, oh, that um, no. that was. Oh, that's what happens. It so if it was a tank, it just would have ran out the tank. But instead, it's connected. It's to connect it to natural gas from my house <laughs> all day. It'd still be going right now if you didn't get a notice. That is absolutely <laughs> total dick move. Running too. that oh. gas. Oh my god. <laughs> so f. So yeah, oh Wiley, god. how was your weekend? Well, I didn't have as much gas <laughs> as Nick. <laughs> okay. So there's that, which I'll I'll take as a win. Um, so I decided to kind of pay more attention to like, you know, doing things outdoors and stuff. Took Darby for a hike on Saturday morning, way up into the mountains. Well, not that way. It is like three or four miles up. up into the mountains. Okay. Not like way up. Way What's up? up? Dude. Holy um, shit. And then, uh, got done with that. And since I burned so many carbs doing that hiking, uh, stopped in to see the crew at the local and see what's going on over there, which is great. Uh, ended up meeting up with people I hadn't seen in a while, and then you know, beers were bought. Beers were bought for me. Like, you know, things went back and forth. The next thing of you know, of course. That's how it goes. But then I came home, I'm like, dude, I got to go. I made a choice to go, and I came home and I watched uh, Shadow and Bone. Finished watching that. Did you guys, have you guys watched that on Netflix yet? Shadow and Bone? I've never even heard of it. No. It's kind of a fantasy series kind of thing. Um, I'm kind of on the fence whether I like it or not. Uh, it, it it seems on one hand, it seems like it's in the vein of, uh, what was that uh, vampire and uh, uh, wolf one with uh, Kristen, what, what the, what's... Uh, Van Helsing? No. <laughs> I like Van Helsing. Van Helsing was great. Oh. Uh, no. Oh, the books. Yeah. You know, Kristen yeah. Thompson or Stewart was in it. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Was in it. Anyways. Yeah, I don't... Those. I, I, uh, I read those two a long time ago. I don't remember. They're like Team Stewart or whatever, or Team, I don't know, Bone. Edward? Edward, yeah, whatever it was. Either way, it kind of felt like it was Bone. geared towards that crowd, but at the same time, uh, it actually kind of got me hooked a little bit. And I actually, it was actually pretty good and well done for a Netflix series. Sunday, I decided to take a lazy day because I had a little too much to drink the day before. So, I, hey, you know what? I'm going to chill out. 
Uh, ended up at uh, the local uh, Mexican restaurant, Patron, to finish watching the Dodgers destroy the Cubs that night, Woo-woo. which was very good. Eating some shrimp tacos at the same time, so it was a good end to a Sunday. There also, you go. did you walk down to Patron or are you, uh, are you, I, you know, it there? just depends. Like if I'm coming from somewhere, I'll, I'll stop in. Um, if I feel like getting out, I'll just walk nice. on down. Like it's, especially when it's nice out, like no big nice. deal. Um, I also watched the Bucks go up two one over the Hawks and I think they're playing tonight. If I remember correctly, I don't know who's winning, but they, they just lost dude. Hawks are two, two. Oh, they're all tied up. So there are, uh, if you guys didn't know, I was on one of the last, um, batches of the unfiltered gentlemen, and we talked a lot about the Phoenix Suns, and they were all they were just bagging on Phoenix Suns and how much they I, hate them. I love. Oh my! I wish I was on there, dude. The Phoenix Suns are playing amazing basketball, dude. You are know, you it's just me? they're fucking. I don't know. It like right in now. one, I hate the Clippers. I just hate. The, I hate hearing about them. I don't want to. Same Fuck the Clippers. Fuck the Clippers. Whatever, dude. I don't give a fuck about the Clippers. I don't hate them. I don't like them. I just don't care. I, I just, I, I just want <laughs> them to be gone. That's just as bad so as hating no them. them. Yeah. So uh, I think it's worse, right? Yeah, you're like so indifferent. It's like scary. It doesn't even matter. But the Suns are sick. Uh, Devin Booker. Santi's been following Devin Booker since he was in high school. And he called him, and me and Skyler used to call him out. I'd be like, yeah, Devin Booker's a little bitch. And nowadays, dude, I'm telling you, man, like, seriously, he's fucking killing it. I got a lot of respect for that cat. Fucking, uh, I don't know, DeAndre Aiden, too. Like, they're they're playing some ball, and I think Chris Paul, this might be his year, Look, dude. I'm going to self-report and just see. say I have no idea, except for Chris Paul, who those guys are. Um, I just know that go. when I joined the it. Unfiltered Gentleman podcast, that the first thing that Tug did Gentlemen. We'll start bagging on Phoenix and everything else. So I jumped in and tried yep. to get all the Phoenix people over to our podcast instead and uh, <laughs> have put... It's where we belong over here. Right. So put out... Uh, by the way... It's not Lakers. Yeah. By the then, way, you can, the get fuck, a, right? uh, you can get a discount on the Booze League Pro Shop. Uh, Phoenix 20 will get you 20% off right oh, now in, in the nice. Pro Shop. But there there is there a bet go. pending. So wow. if the Suns go and the Bucks go, there's going to be a bet between me and Tug... Um, in the old style of the booze and tug, um, the old fourth announces leagues where we like, there's going to be a if they punishment go to the reward show, kind if, of thing. So we'll see, but there are some implications there. Okay. So. Okay. So if the bucks and the Suns go to the right. finals, then, then what happens if the Suns win? We're going to figure that out once it, once it gets, happens. And right now, okay. uh, the bucks lost. And the Suns I think, lost, I think so. butt chugging is in order. Um, oh, if John Cena did it, you can do it. <laughs> You don't know what John Cena's done with his butt, so let's not like let's not pull chugged, me into whatever that is. It. He did a butt chug. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? Is it called Cockblocker? I think a butt chug is in order, dude. I think that's the ultimate. <laughs> you know, I don't know that there. we need your input on all this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that that's necessary at the moment. Um, gentlemen, I think the gentlemen are going to be in it. Watch, that's going to be right up Grey's yeah. alley. <laughs> oh, just as Ali. <laughs> You guys are terrible humans. <laughs> anyway, so that was my weekend. Thanks. Wow. Wow, that's that's wild, super dude. wild. <laughs> Ended with butt chugging, dude. That's crazy. Wow. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. The booze cast. Um, well, I don't even know how to get into the next segment, but you know, here it goes. Yeah. How's that segue? Yeah. It's, uh, this is called the bomb. Speaking of butt chugging, let's talk about delicious drinks. Let's talk about the Bombay Bramble. 
sounds, Whoa. yeah, doesn't it? It sounds. It Isn't says, Bombay um, Flaps a euphemism for your butt? I'm the Bombay <laughs> Bramble. No? Okay. I don't even know. It might be. Who knows? <laughs> Bombay the hard way. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. oh God. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, yeah. Coley. No, continue. fine. Sorry, no. To- okay. Totally. Yep. The article is called Move Over Rosé. The Bombay Bramble is the most delicious drink of the summer. Words by Jonah Flicker. That also sounds really dirty. Um, <laughs> anyway, it says the summer months are when many people finally switch from darker spirits to prepare for an entire season of crisp, refreshing cocktails. This year, Bombay is turning the usual summer lineup on its head with a new Barry Ford release, Bombay Bramble. So in addition to classic styles like London Dry, there are now many flavor gins available that will add fruit and berry notes to the deep botanical mixture that already defines the spirit. However, many of these are overly sweet and rely on added sugar and artificial flavors to create their tasting profiles. For the modern mindful imbiber, these additives won't fly and something, sorry, won't fly and are something that most are careful to avoid. So Bombay Bramble, the latest product from the storied Bombay Sapphire Gin brand, eschews these techniques, instead relying on freshly harvested blackberries and raspberries to provide its bright, vibrant character. Ivana, Ivano Tanuti, Bombay Sapphire Master of Botanicals, and Dr. Ann Brock, Master Distiller, work together to come up with the perfect twist on the classic gin recipe by adding macerated berries picked at peak ripeness to the spirit. I'm sorry, his so, name was Ivana what? Ivana Touch the Heine. Ivana Humperdinck. I, uh, Ivano Tonuti. Go Nudie? Awesome. Tonuti, yeah. Oh, Tonuti, okay. Tonuti. Yes, yes. Sorry. So again, um, twelve. <laughs> Speaking of being twelve, oh my gosh, my Instagram stories have been making me laugh so hard. My own stories because I'm twelve. Um, anyway, most of the other flavored and colored gins on the market do not offer this combination. This means that this flavor gin actually has up to ten times less sugar per serving compared to its closest competition, making it the perfect summertime mixer to use in so many different fresh fruit forward cocktails. So I'm always looking for something kind of low sugar, low carb, and I love gin. So I was super excited about this and um, I'm going to try to find some recipes maybe that they have that I can try and I will report back. Um, Again, it's by Bombay Sapphire. Um, It's probably sold in all liquor stores. So just take a look, I guess, at your liquor store or your local Total Wine or BevMo. And uh, if you make a cocktail with it. I've seen those things. They look cool. I mean... It, yeah. This they have one recipe. They say from they talk about a couple. Combine bramble with lemon juice and simple syrup in a rocks glass. Top it with crushed ice, a lemon wedge, a blackberry, and enjoy. Otherwise, try making a reimagined clover club by combining bramble, lemon juice, simple syrup, and an egg white in a cocktail shaker. Shake until combined. Strain into a martini glass and glass and finish with fresh berries. So, those are those yeah. are, sound really super refreshing. They do. Sounds and I great. love fresh fruit. Sign me up. I'm down with the gins too. Yo. Yeah, and gin, if you do it right, gin, um, like people are like, uh, gin, I don't know. I love gin. Great like, yeah, if you do right. gin right. You said it. You mm. said it though. Done yeah, right. It is. It Has can to be the take it right. to a whole new level. Like it is. Proportion. Um, I tried the Hendrix uh, Full Moon Gin that's like out mm-hmm. there. If you're a gin fan, this is amazing stuff. Cool. Like literally, I definitely would give it a try. But that's rad. I love that, Coley. That sounds great. Um, Thanks. Bring yeah, it back. I saw this. I went through a gin phase. Did you guys go through a yes. gin phase? Yeah. We all yeah. went through gin phases. I right? went on a date back. when I was 21 with somebody, and I ordered a gin and tonic, and he's like, "Are like you're an old lady?" And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> 
and I like you know pretty like, much well, sucked down my drink. Yeah, class, said right? I went to yeah. Said I went to the bathroom and I left. Oh, did you? You're like, oh, good go to the bathroom, Coley. and off you went. I'm giving you yeah. a round That's of applause. Amazing. You can see it. I walked back. I don't know if yeah. the radio people I walked back and amazing. I left. I was like, hey, bye. You got stuck with the Yo, bill. Fuck that, dude. Wow. Bye. bye. Yeah, you do, you don't in, insult yep. a young lady's drink when you're on a date. That's, That's just, aft. come on, dude. What a dick. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? The commish. Coley Wyman, Sandro Alevalo, The Booze Cast. Um, I mean, I guess that kind of segues to where I'm going. And I, I was told, because I was talking to a friend of mine about this segment, and I had to make it be very clear that I go through a lot of phases, right? You go, do we all, can we all agree that we all go through phases? 100%. Yeah. Right? We all go through phases. And, and Sancho, let's be honest, like, do. in the time we've known you, you've gone through many phases. You're no longer in the Fernet phase. Yeah. You're down for the oh, Fernet for a long time. Fernetskis. Like, Fernetski or die Yeah, for I mean, like, yeah. so when we have seen and you. Now that shit, like, makes me, like, die. Yeah, I we've seen it. you go through <laughs> uh, the phases. It's, like you, yeah. Maybe not die, it's. It's all about moderation, yeah. though, right? You know, there, there are phases. There are things we kind of go through. Um, I mean, do you guys remember, okay, not your, like, first drink that you had where you, like, got drunk, but what was your first drink when you were a kid? Like, do you remember drinking yeah. something? My, do you remember drinking something from a parent Yeah, my parents would give me course. Like, they, my dad drank just the oh, banquet beer. And my grandparents did, too. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I would just all, go. I mean, as a and, child, I just would always ask nope. if I could have a sip or bourbon because my pop-up which was my mom's dad my grandpa he would always take a shot of yeah. bourbon before dinner to increase his appetite and he would always do when I was a kid like wow. a little pinky dip in it and I could like lick, lick his pinky to try that alcohol yep. so I know oh. it was like really cute so yes bourbon and Coors the banquet nice. beer shit my beer was low and brow like my dad drank. I have oh a picture of me drink, being like four and drinking a low and brown. Yes. And Damn. the story is, is that, is that even like, still around? No. That's amazing. Yeah. What dude, a pull, dude! I haven't seen it for a minute, but like, um, it did make a little comeback in Santa Barbara when I was living there when I was like eighteen or nineteen. And dude, we had friends where they like were drinking it like crazy. We're like, oh, like I saw it and I went like a blast to the past kind of thing. No way. But, yeah, no, it's it's so okay. So this whole thing about going full circle, I've recently had some conversations with people um, in the industry that I respect. I'm gonna you know withhold their names, but they're people like okay. you and me, people out there, everyone, people I'm talking to right now. Um, we've all, we've all kind of like gone through like some different phases, right? We've all like tried so many different things. And if you've been in the industry as long as we have, man, you've like pretty much seen it all. Um, you've tried it all. You, what, what is it that you like? You know what I mean? Like you kind of go through all these different phases, but like, I thought it was kind of interesting just taking it back. Like obviously light beer was like where kind of I started, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. yeah, everyone starts with those like lighter beers. Like we we're talking about those Coors Banquet beers, the low and browse in your life or whatever, you know what I mean? Like just, and then, but it's like a weird trajectory. Like when does it like hit that curve to all of a sudden you're like, whoa, beer isn't just like this, like light beer in a can that comes like super cold in an ice chest or whatever. Like there's like, depth to it you know there's notes there's flavors there's abvs there's fucking like color there's 
so much more that goes into it. And um, I think we all dive into it in different ways. And I'm not here to like get into this whole like dissertation about like, you know, how, how our, our paths and our like journey and like basically like our fuck man, like our taste, our, you know, like our palates like evolve over, over a certain amount of time. Um, the best place I think I could start is, man, I mean, when was the, what was the first beer that gave you a hangover? Can you remember that? Do you guys remember like what your first beer was that gave you like it made you just feel like shit the next day? Natty Ice. Okay. Newcastle. Just so much of it that like you just your mine was Samuel Adams. Like I had oh. been drinking little bits here and there and stuff like but then like had some buddies and like I literally maybe didn't even drink more than like five or six beers. But they got me good, dude. I woke up the next day so hungover. Dude, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay. A keg of Pyramid Hef at a house party. Oh, my God. On, uh, I think it was St. Patrick's Day. I was, like, 19. And Steve-O held my hair for, like, four <laughs> hours in the bathroom. Good old banana right? hammock Steve-O. Uh, so, I mean, so that's good. I mean, I would go to Rolling Rock parties. I mean, if you're living in IV, Wiley, you're going to, like, Natty Ice, Rolling Rock parties, up yep. and down DP all day. Like, that's what people are Keystone drinking. Ice. You know what I mean? Keystone Ugh. Ice. Like, whatever oh, it was ugh. that they can fucking like. And, we and thought we were cold. living the dream. That's right. so gross. And so that's where the journey starts, right? And then, like, all of a sudden, we get into, like, uh You IPAs, make money, right? and you can afford better Dude, beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also, you yeah. get a little bit older, too, right? Like, you start, like, going out, and uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's, it's something you graduate into. You learn. You, you, your, your palates grow, even with, like, your palates growing with food and different things in your life. Um, some of us are Well, and starting off friends. as well, the, the idea of drinking, you're like, ooh. This is, I haven't had this before. This is, it's this is new. alcohol. This it's is like, fun. especially in America where it's like, no, no, if you're young, you can't. And you're like, oh, yep. oh this is like, literally we'd go like, oh my God, they got a, a full keg. It didn't matter yeah. what was in it. Didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Well, that's but like, like you get older. I love that you bring maturity. that up, Wiley, because I would look up to a lot of the older people that I would hang out with, older cats at the time. And you know what? Yeah, we, we all drank like Schwill. We all drank 40s. We all drank that cheap beer. But those were the guys, though, that started buying DBA, started buying like cool, like different beers where I'd be like, oh, Firestone. Like when I left Santa Barbara, like, yeah, I kind of knew of, of Firestone. But when I came back, a lot of those guys that like had been drinking shitty beer, like now we're drinking like Union Jacks, DBAs, they were drinking. Figaro was starting to come around. Like, and I will like, say, I will say this like actually, better. and I've been, I've been meaning to tell you this. My little uh, bridge beer between like the the Sam Adams and like I, I think I was drinking Red Wolf at one point where right. you know the more you drank like the Pete's Wolf Wicked Ale, right? that is that there is the bridge beer for yeah. me between the shit beers and Firestone DBA directly was Pete's Wicked Ale. And I was so <laughs> bummed when that disappeared. But I was drinking Pete's. I'd look for it. And then DBA seemed kind of like Pete's. And next thing you know, like it. Yeah. off we go. There you go. No, man. And, and so there you go. Like, it's that, that full journey, right? Where you, you just kind of go, um, you go, you learn. You, there's so thing. much depth there, right? Like, I've, I've gone through phases where I just want to drink stouts. I want to drink sours. I want to like expand my knowledge on like kind of Eastern European, like funk. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man, there's, there's different ways to go about how you get 
what you need out of this relationship that we have with alcohol and beer or wine, liquor, whatever it may be, man. Sometimes it's not even drinking beer. But, like, I guess the, the whole thing came back is that, like, when I was having some realizations, I've been talking to a lot of people, and uh, at the end of the day, we've all kind of checked off those boxes. We have, like, a passport of sorts where we've done the, the funky stuff. We've done the dark. We've done the, the crazy fucking festivals where you're drinking shit like that, like, is so special. And you're at such a high note, right? But then... At the end of the day, right now, you know what sounds best? Literally a fucking Corona with a lime, dude. Or like now, like I said, I've said it before, cerveza. Or it's just something light, a, a lager. It goes back to what I was saying last week because the lager ties back into it. Where lager is such a great, excelling beer right now. Where you don't even really have to put that much out there. But people like us that know, I mean, we just want something consistent and drinkable mm -hmm. and just nourishing but refreshing nothing too crazy right and that's kind of like it's weird like it's not just me that feels that way i have talked to so many people and i know i keep re like reiterating that but it's ridiculous about how many times people have had this conversation with me so i thought it'd be cool to like share it with you guys and just kind of bring it up i love that i love the journey and like i said as like it's a maturity thing as you mature you go through these different phases and you change what you like you know, and yeah, it's crazy to think like where you started and where you are now and what you like. And like you said, consistency is key. Yeah, yeah. I, I used I to mean, get really excited to, to find, you know, you go to a, a new craft beer bar and you're like, ooh, what is that? Ooh, I haven't had that. Let's try that. Or a new brewery. Like I haven't had any, ooh, what would I want here at this new brewery? Mm -hmm. And yeah. now when I'm out, I'm like, all right, what do they got? Okay, yeah, I had that. And like, I go with that. Like, I know that's good. I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. Right. And, you yeah. know, I'm totally I'm like, hey, found it. Like, but you know what? And I, I've kind of come to that um, spot as well, like you have. And I'm glad you brought it up because I just thought that I was in the get off my lawn phase of drinking <laughs> beer where I'm like, I've gotten old. Right? And I'm like, <laughs> eh, eh, yeah. these young kids, they drink their milkshake IPAs, you know, like, yeah, no, um, huh. Like I've just kind of get to the point where I'm not chasing, or I thought maybe it was a it was a condition or or a symptom of there being so many craft breweries and you're just overloaded with shit out there that you can drink. Yeah. That I just kind of turned off and like, I know that's good. I'm gonna have that. There we go. You fall into um, a groove like your oh, comfort. It's you. comfort. Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. Hundred percent. It's comfort. It's everyone nestles in a different place, right? And for me, if I'm not drinking beer, it's a diet rum and coke or a rum and coke back in the day. Like, that's just an easy drink for me to, like, without thinking about it, I can order a rum and coke, know what I'm getting, and I'm happy with it. Same thing when I keep going about, like, the Corona or the Cerveza. It's an easy connect. Boom. I know what I'm getting. I know what I can drink. Boom. I'm, it's just like a comfort thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like... I'm not afraid of expanding, like, my palate or my consciousness. Like, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know, man. Like... I've, I've tried everything, almost everything and its cousin and its friend and it's like friend around the corner. <laughs> like you've tried all that shit, right? You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like it was all right. You know, like, I guess, you know, I don't know, man. So oh, your spot, dude, I, I feel you. Yeah. I, I appreciate you guys listening and dude, I, I, I'm glad, you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad that we're all in this together. It's just, it's exciting to think where we're going to end up in the future. Like, we're literally 20 years from now, like, we're going to be excited about something, 
right? It's going to be old as fuck, I'll tell you that. What's it going to be? I'll be excited yeah, about the we'll chili right. they serve we'll on good. Tuesdays uh, for the Sunlight Special <laughs> at Denny's or something. <laughs> a 55 Club? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I get the AR. I get a dollar off of that chili. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get myself a nice IPA with it. See if I don't. <laughs> Uh, by then it might be called the IP way, dude. There's going to be a Mexican lager IPA hybrid oh. <laughs> like calling it right now. It's going to be called the IP way. I remember back in my days, it was a regular <laughs> IPA. <laughs> Wiley, you do that old man voice too good. Well, you know, this yes, actually is my fake voice. I sound like, uh, the yeah, old that's guy how he sounds totally like I see. Super you want to go on a walk? Darby, come here. It's Come on over. We're going to have one of those Baroudis. <laughs> Would you like a Baroudi? Oh, you sweet girl. Thank oh, you for keeping man. me alive these 80 years. Uh, anyways. <laughs> All right, so I found a article uh, that came up a few times uh, in my feed for some reason. I don't know what, but uh, it's from a website called Inside Hook. Uh, this came out uh, about a week ago, and they said, which MLB ballpark has the best craft beer? Ooh. And there are 30 Ooh. stadiums involved uh, in the old MLB. What do you think... Uh, let me ask you this. What do you think was the worst? Oh. Let's start at the bottom. I don't um, know. I think if the Utah worst, had a team, I'd say Utah. Uh, God, I don't <laughs> think Utah has a team. I know um, they don't. They do not. I know. That's why I said if they did. I'm going to go. It's a surprising with, one because it's a, such a big team. Oh, shit. Really? I'm going to go with uh, the Angels. Red Sox. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, the Yankees. Oh, they rated Yankees, Yankees number thirty. Yeah, they say Yankee Stadium is notorious for having the worst beer selection in all <laughs> of Major League. Wow! And unfortunately, that reputation is entirely deserved. Despite being located in one of the best beer cities in the country, the home of the Bronx Bombers barely offers any local options, save for a few brews from Bronx Brewing and Blue Point. Good luck finding them, though. For the most part, it's overpriced macro brews, as far as the eye can see. Damn. So basically, they just don't feature any of those. Um, where do you think? Uh, let's go with uh, the closest one. Where do you think Dodger Stadium falls on their list? Uh, I'm gonna say it's in the top ten. Yeah, I'd say okay. fifteen to twenty. Number twenty-nine. Wow, is where they put it. How embarrassing! Wow. I think yeah, I think say, um, uh, Padre Stadium is probably up there. All right, well, we'll get to the top 10 in just a quick second. Um, they say Dodger Stadium, number 29. Don't get us wrong. There's a decent amount of good craft beer options at Dodger Stadium, but there's not a whole lot of variety. Most of them will be some type of Golden Road brew. I was just going to say, where, can, where, can where? I say Golden Road is not craft? I was just going to yeah, say that. Uh, and depending on where your seats are, you're probably going to have to walk a bit to find them. And at seventeen fifty a pop, mm. they're pricier than in most other ballparks, Ouch. which I can attest to. Yeah, and to be fair, uh, if it's World if it's World Series, which I've been there during the World Series, uh, Sandro, how much do you think a pint, a pint of eight oh five is? I think I'm gonna go Dodger for Stadium like thirty nine fifty there, Wiley. <laughs> well, okay, that's a little that's a little much. I'd oh, say fifteen fifty or something, or seven, like you said seven. 
15, 15, I'm gonna no, 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 it was $24.95. Okay, $24.95. For yeah. a pint? For one, for a pint of 805, which you can get, I don't know, how, how many beers are there? That's like, what, a 24-pack probably? Um, yeah, if you go to Costco. like Smart Final or something, or Costco, yeah, yeah so. exactly, yeah. Anyways, but uh, you did mention Angel Stadium here real quick. Um, let's see where they're at. If they're in the top 10, oh, no, they're number 19. They say what Angel about Stadium the Brewers tends- Stadium? I heard that was good. Brewers let's in uh, Milwaukee? And I, th- if I think in the top Padres. 10, I'll get to them. Okay, If they're gotcha, in the top gotcha. 10, I'll get to them in gotcha. a second. Okay. Uh, Angel Stadium says uh, tends to offer more regional beers than local ones. Being in Orange County, there should be some really, really good ones. I mean, yeah. Definitely better than 19. Um. That said, the beers from elsewhere in California that you find in the park, like Ballast Point, Stone, Modern Times, St. Archer, which has a tap room right in the field, uh, doesn't disappoint. But I don't know why they put them at 19 then. Um, more regional beers than local ones. But I guess they're annoyed. I, I, some of their, the, the context of why they're judging these, like maybe it's too expensive or oh, uh, okay, it, it appears in the case of Angel Stadium, they don't like the fact that you're not sure because... Technically, it's the Los Angeles Angels, but really they're in Orange County. Yes. If you're in California, you know that's annoying. Yep. Um, And I think that they're taking issue with that for number 19. But let's get to the top 10. I can see that. That's fine. And, dude, you know what? I respect that. I agree with that 100%. Get your own city, bro. You're not in L.A. Don't call yourself the L.A. Angels. Dude, Anaheim Angels. Like, you're, you're right next to it, even. Yeah. Just call yourselves that. Yeah, that's it's a whole weird thing. But orange, it wasn't their fault. Orange County guys. The, the Orange, orange County. County guys. Hey, guys. The <laughs> guys. Were they? They were California Angels for a while, which I, I was totally okay with as well. But All right, so let's go with the top 10. We'll start number 10, Comerica Park, which is home of the Detroit Tigers. Detroit lit. May not have thought Detroit would be up there. Number nine okay. is the Milwaukee there, Brewers. Number there, there we go. Family Field. There it is. Target well, Field is home to who? Who's Target Field? Oh Wisconsin. My God. Imagine, no. Close. Imagine if like Target Field, like you can go to the game and your girlfriend can go shopping. That would <laughs> be the best. Target like that'd be amazing. Like at, at the bottom level like, or something. She's bored. Like it's like the fifth <laughs> inning, and she's like, "Babe, this is boring. Well, I'm gonna, gonna go, go shop at Target." <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, bye. I'm gonna go get a beer and watch the rest of the game." Yeah, I'm gonna spend hundred bucks when I meant Target. to only buy a toothbrush. I I saw it. Because isn't Target in That's Milwaukee? Amazing. I love that. It's uh, Yeah, Milwaukee, uh, but it's the Minnesota Twins. Oh. Is where Target Field is. Okay, uh, yeah. Number seven is Progressive Field, which is the Cleveland Indians. All right. That's uh, better than Progresso, the soup. True. Progresso Soup Field. <laughs> it's nothing but micheladas I, at that I, field. Progresso Soup, I think that's a, a double-A <laughs> club. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah somewhere in Dubuque. <laughs> Great American Ballpark, Cincinnati Reds, comes in at number six. Kansas City Royals, Kauffman Stadium is your number five. Uh, the San Francisco Gigantes coming to number four at Oracle Park. Um, wow. They do mention real quick about that. Given the number of excellent craft beers that have sprung up out of the Bay Area, it should come as no surprise that Oracle Park is chock full of them. It's amazing. And we got to go up there, dude, and try that. I'd be that down, but I'm not wearing a Dodger jersey. Um, let's see. Uh, number three, guaranteed rate field, Chicago White Sox. So back to Chicago. Oh, all right. Number two. Okay, we got one and two. Who do you think one and two are? Uh, I'm going to go with the, a Florida team. Atlanta. Mm, nope. I think West Coast. 
I'm going to go with number the Mariners. Two. The Padres. Mariners? Are the Mariners still a team? Uh, yes, they are. So, the Coley, you are right. Number two. Give me two. Is Petco Park, the Padres. Yeah. San Diego is one of the best craft beer cities in the nation, and Petco does an excellent job of highlighting everything it has to offer, serving up a wide variety of local microbrews. Have you guys been to uh, Petco Park for a stadium? Nope. Yes. I haven't. I want to go, though. Yeah, Coley, you can probably back me up on this. I'm a big Dodgers fan, but Petco Park is my favorite park to go to to watch a game. 100%. Right next to Gaslamp. Amazing craft beer. It's like, I, it is such an experience. I ended up going for a craft beer festival pre um, do, uh, pre baseball game. So you went to a craft beer fest and then you went to the game. <laughs> that sounds oh, awesome. Oh, that's so it sick. Was and it's never a bad day rad. in San Diego. No. Especially there, you're right next to Gas Lamp, you're right next to the ocean. Like, it is just. Mm, it was man, the best. And number one is your Seattle Mariners. Playing hey, at a team mobile park. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Inside Hook says, like San Diego, Seattle is in the midst of a craft beer boom, and you can find just about every Pacific Northwest craft brew your heart desires at the Mariners Team Mobile Park. Wow. Elysian, Fremont, Ephraim, uh, Framley Brewers, it's all there. So the nice. funny thing about this article is that, um, like I mentioned uh, on the, uh, the intro, I actually put together a list of all 30 fields. And I went and researched uh, uh, on a mix of untapped <laughs> on the stadium's website. Damn. On, like check-ins yeah. to find what beers were served and then which ones were considered craft. And then I, and I did five total for each park and then ranked those from one to five for, uh, for the best uh, untapped score and then did... <laughs> this is where the uh, the my MBA comes in, and then I took an average of all five scores of Untapped, and then ranked every field by that score. So, where now? Now that you've heard those, um, let's go back to um, what was the uh, the number one that on theirs was Seattle. Where do you think Seattle falls on my list of Untapped craft beer rankings? Wow. I wouldn't say it's in the top five because they got some damn good beers up there. Okay. Top 10. Top 10 is correct. Number eight, the Mariners at Safeco Field. Their overall untapped score is 3.88. Uh, cool. Looks like their highest rated beer is 4.01. I did not uh, make a note of the beer just because I wanted to get the rankings. So sure. that yep. is what it is. Uh, it's probably some kind of malt liquor 40 of some kind. <laughs> Uh, unless it was made by Kraft, it's not included in my list. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so the Dodgers fared better in my list. I actually thought they'd be higher, um, to be honest. They're ranked up number 17 on uh, oh, wow. my untapped list. That's an improvement uh, their from highest ranked 29. Yeah, it, yeah it's, that's, you know, a, that's a big halfway. jump right there. Yeah. That's, a, that's the most important jump, really, mm -hmm. honestly. So they uh, their highest ranked untapped beer uh, was 3.85. Came hey. in slightly over the tug level on the average at 3.76. Wow. Amazing. 3.76. So let's go over the top 10 for what I have. Um, where were the, so number 10 on uh, the, on my list, number 10 was the athletics. 
hmm. with an overall. Un- and I'm surprised by that. I literally thought is that, that non alcoholic beer? <laughs> the athletic. <laughs> that's true. Actually, yeah, that's true. Um, wow. But I thought okay. anything served in uh, the uh, Oakland Coliseum uh, was probably served out of a toilet. So I'm surprised. Oh, the athletics. No, yes, yeah, no. Yeah, That's Oakland a Bay Area, bro. Athletics. Yeah, for sure. No, okay. Yeah. I love the athletics. Gosh, yeah. Uh, they have an you. overall untapped score of 3.844. They came in on the inside hook one at number 12. So so pretty similar. Uh, the it. guaranteed rate Go field A's. White Sox came in at number nine. I believe they hmm. were up a little higher. Where are they at here? White Sox are number They've three. They've got the, the three Floyds, I'm sure, oh, beer over yum. there, right? They better. Let's see. What do they got there? They got Craft Cave. They got some. They got some Gumball Head over there. What? Uh, Revolution Brewing. Um, oh, that's good. Guaranteed Rate Field serves up, uh, offering up more than ninety craft brews. Uh, they also list Lagunitas and Elysian and Golden Road as craft in that article. So I don't know. I'm going to buy that. Unitas. Not correct. Yeah, it's because. But they're number nine on mine for the actual craft brews. They uh, do offer at three point eight six six. Okay. Uh, what do we got? Nice. Number, number seven. Number seven surprised me on my list. Number seven were the Padres, Petco Park. There you they go. They came in at 3.898 as their overall untapped rating. Wow. Uh, 3.99 was their highest rated. Lots of beer. IPAs down there, though, huh? Oh. Probably. Lots of IPAs. That and a few from Alesmith, like uh, the Speedway Stout oh. or something. They actually have a coffee stand oh. there at Petco. Even at night? At night, yes, but during the day, like in the bleachers, no. Yeah, no. no. Speedway style. They do have a coffee degrees. stand um, from the the company that made the coffee for Speedway. Oh, uh, that serves both the coffee and Speedway stout. That's kind of cool. Time I, was there, I didn't know which that. Which is cool. Interesting. Whether you know, it's kind of cool since I haven't drinking coffee since October. But if I do have a coffee beer or a coffee drink like that. I get so high, buzzed up. <laughs> it's like, watch out. I miss like, that I'm about to do coffee your, I'm buzz. About to, I'm about to do my taxes. I miss it real bad. <laughs> and then I'm going to vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, number six. And this surprised me. We're going all the way down to uh, Florida for this one. Florida man, Florida man. Who plays down there? The Marlins? The Marlins, correct. And Marlins Park. Uh, their highest rate is rated beer is 4.08. Their overall wow. untapped score is 3.932. Some Cigar City oh, shit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm Who sure. knows? I'm sure they got a lot of – I'm sure they have some really good breweries down there. For some reason, if you notice, crazy people make really good beer. So I'm sure Florida is just fucking have excellent yeah. It's an expression. Um, the other – it came in 24 on the other list. Um, but they do say the official craft beer of the Marlins – is Marlins, uh, which who is that? Uh, Biscayne Bay Brewing mm. um, is the local brewery, Sounds nice. and they brew a Marlins Lager as well as some other other things. Let's go. Uh, the Giants uh, come in number five. The Gigantes. Their overall this is where we rank the four. Their overall untapped score is four point zero one four. Their highest rated beer is four point two that they have for you to drink. And watch the hated Giants uh, play a, yeah. a game there. You need something high rated like that to be a Giants fan. <laughs> True that. Uh, shout out to San Francisco and all of our fans up there. <laughs> uh, number four. All of her face. Number four after that. Damn. This one actually surprised me. The Indians out of Progressive Field. Their highest rated beer is uh, a 4.13, but they're overall slightly above the Giants at 4.018. 
Number th- wow. number three, we go back to Detroit. Where was Detroit? We mentioned them. Well, they're number ten, I think, on the other. D toilet was yeah. They were yeah. They were up there. Uh, yeah, they're number ten on the other uh, on the other list. Uh, the number three on mine. Their highest rated beer, 4.26. Wow. That's a hell of a beer to be able to enjoy a game with. Uh, overall, in fact, their lowest rated beer for uh, for a craft beer is a 3.87. Overall, what? Yeah, overall Bullocks. pretty good choices. Dude, that's insane. No. Damn, good, good ass beers. 4.052 <laughs> is their overall score. Now, Sancho, you mentioned the Brewers. They come in at number two on my list. They're- they actually brew beer at the stadium there, right? I believe so, yeah. I believe so. Really? I, I think. I, I think. Yeah. And when they're and, called the Brewers. Come on. <laughs> I just didn't. But they know. do actually have. Um, I believe they do have a brewery there, but they're also sponsored by Light. So, mm. you know, Miller's a big thing. I'm sponsored by Dark. <laughs> Miller's a big so thing there in I Milwaukee. So, <laughs> you know, um, it is what it is. But um, their highest rated beer there at Miller Park. In fact, it's called. It's called Mier. Mier Park. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I feel you. Their highest rate is beer is three point. Oh, sorry, four point three seven. Wow. Hmm. So interesting. And number one, your Kansas City Royals out of Kaufman. There you Stadium. go. Hey, Kansas City's a hotbed for craft beer these days. Really? From what I hear, and barbecue. Huh. Yeah, dude, barbecue always. They got the mustard barbecue sauce. I'm so down for that. I'm so into that. Yeah. Craft beer, too. Yeah. Our sister breweries, Boulevard and Oma Gang, are out there. They're fucking wrecking shit, yo. I tried those, are super good. I say yo after everything now, in case you didn't pick that up. So we could just just call you Sancho? Sancho? Yo. That'd be sick. You should. Oh, my God. That'd be so (laughs) cool. Sancho. Yo Yo is going to be like Wiley's, as it were. (laughs) <laughs> right. oh, I love it. Oh my God. Say yo afterwards. Yo. 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 <laughs> um, so their highest rated beer is not, I think that 4.37 out of Miller Park was the highest rated, but yo. their highest rated is 4.32, <laughs> but their overall is 4.1. The top five are all 4.1, yo. 4.1, yo. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the top five are all above four, um, according to these rankings. So, I mean, all pretty good, but. Um, there you go. There are the rankings. If you are a MLB fan and now that you can get back in the stadium, there you go. Uh, you can kind of have an idea of what you're getting yourself into uh, when you go back to watch uh, the baseball. That's awesome. I can't wait to go pay $25 for an 805. <laughs> right. Sounds like a fucking great day. Yeah. That's why. I, that's when I drink shit beer there is I drink a... Uh, um, a giant, the biggest they have. Miche. Of, yeah, like a Miche of just, like, yeah. I don't need to go well, for the Well, they have that beer. one, that Jalisco whatever beer there. Estrella. Oh, Estrella, Jalisco. yeah. Yep, They're sponsored yep, the yep, 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 yep. Yeah, and they, they have really good Miches with that beer there. Remember, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to drink anymore. And I came down the stairs with Wiley and a huge uh, Miche in my hand. And Nick's like, what the hell? I thought you weren't going to drink anymore. I was like, hmm. <laughs> It happened. Well, things happened. That's happen. what you get for thinking. Sorry. Yeah. Yo. I was hanging out with Don't Wiley. Don't think anymore. And it turns out we drink. So. Yeah, true that. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for listening in to Draft 90. We'll be back on Draft 91. Uh, we're scheduled to record next we're, week. We're getting close to the hundo. We're we going to do something special for the, the hundo. we got to do something big. Do you remember when we were... I kind of... So- I'm thinking... Sorry. No, I ahead. think we need to do like something big. We like, are. It's let's called think Dronely about it. Fans. 
Drone, drone no, fans. No, no, that's no, right. No, 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 that's not gonna be big. You know what I want to do? I want to do big. like a, I want to do like a Family Feud style game against the unfiltered gentleman. Okay, you're throwing down the hundredth episode. Throwing down a gauntlet. We want to do. We want to have all of them and all of us, and we have a impartial mediator, and they, they, we do a whole Family Feud episode, and we, we just fucking go for it. On what? Like what topics? Like anything? Everything like Family Feud, you can go online and get Family Feud questions. If only we get right, Steve Harvey sorry. there to make uh, faces. His faces. <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm trying to figure. I'm sure, we can capture some online and throw them on there. You know what I mean? Come on. Sure. So, well, we got a few episodes to plan for that. Remember when we were excited for Draft '69? Like that seemed like so <laughs> that, long that was ago. Pretty, now. That was very exciting. It was though. exciting though. I won't lie. It was a good time. So, anyways, follow us online at boozleague.com. Whatever you're listening to us on right now, if you can subscribe, go ahead and do it. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at at boozleague, Twitter at boozleague, and facebook.com forward slash boozleague. You can reach out over text 805-892-6116. Let us know what you think of, I don't know, anything we said, uh, our challenge to the unfiltered gentleman that we, uh, Sancho, has apparently made. Um, Yeah. And if we lose, uh, he has uh, promised to do a Dronely's fan. Dronely fans. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think that's that'll be good. Then I can do that. I can deal with nothing uh, but see. We need to get Greg there. Greg will though. have to do the butt chug. <laughs> oh, I like it where this is going. Thanks for bringing that up. Thanks for remembering that. I, like where well, this I, mean, is I appreciate that. I really don't know if I Dronely fans, or I'll do an OnlyFans, or Greg has to do a butt chug. You guys, that's, there that's we go. terrible. Those are the stakes. You guys should do neither one, to be honest. It should just <laughs> yeah, be. I, don't, I mean, whatever. Just be like a D string only. It's, it's entertainment. You <laughs> no, know? you can. Who knows, dude? I heard a, this. Someone got like a hundred thousand dollars for like putting a picture on OnlyFans. I mean. I honestly wouldn't mind that. Well, Sancho, <laughs> maybe time to go out there and make some money. <laughs> there we go. Learn Let's how to it. twerk. That helps too. <sighs> Sancho does his own thing. I don't, know. I don't know if I can do that. Anyways, yeah, on that learn. note, we hope you, we out. haven't turned you off on uh, <laughs> listening in the future. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear about more of that stuff, <laughs> kidding, subscribe. Guys. No. It's the canned cocktail episode. That's what happened. We drink a canned cocktail. We didn't drink a beer of the day. We drank a canned cocktail of the day. Come on. And this is where we are. It, it happens. Couldn't expect it to not get a little weird. 100% on that one. So, <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you on track 91, where we'll be drinking uh, non-alcoholic beers. Uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Everybody watch out. Watch out!